The following program does not necessarily reflect the views of the staff or management of WFMD. It's Success Happens on 930 WFMD, blending business and politics. Success Happens with your host, Jen Charlton. Good morning and welcome to Success Happens. It is so great to be with you. Oh my goodness, what a week. What a week. You know, I don't know how many of you all feel this way, but it has been a roller coaster ride, hasn't it? Ups and downs, highs and lows. Things are starting to pick up and then smack. So, you know, it's one of those things where I I finally said to my husband and my dad, I said, that's it. I need a brain break. So I my dad was kind enough to drive with me. and We drove down to the shore last week and... Boy, was it a refreshing mental break. And I think I really recommend that whatever it takes right now, that you schedule time to chill out because it's been so intense, hasn't it? Oh, my goodness. Between the national issues, now the international issues with Israel and Lebanon and uh, and the Hamas, it is intense right now what's going on on the planet. And we need to make time for ourselves. We really do. And I have been running so furiously trying to do what I can. And sometimes it feels like you're, you've got a squirt gun on a blazing fire and it's making zero difference. But uh, then you have some moments where it feels like, okay, we're breaking through something. And I, and I want to say that the last week's show, we had a lot of tech issues. I apologize for that. You're going to be able to hear that again on the success happens youtube channel so be sure to go to that channel to hear that entire interview unedited it will blow your mind what christy hutcherson is doing and planning to do to interrupt intervene and um and i want to say mitigate before it happens human trafficking so there's an event coming up on may 30th and they are already being stopped, you ready for this, by the zoning people in Palm Beach County. It's outrageous what's happening. It's like the IRS all over again. Some dude in the zoning office in Palm Beach County, Florida, has decided that he doesn't want this thing to happen, has been throwing them every sort of uh, zoning issue against them. They've satisfied all the concerns. Then he comes back and says, if you do this, we're still going to fine you $60,000. Now, I want you guys to wrap your head around this, okay? This is a guy who's starting to take down an organization that wants to what? Stop human trafficking. Let that sink in. He's so political in a role that he shouldn't be that he is willing to throw out any ounce of integrity to make sure that this woman fails in her in her quest. Why? Because there'll be a bunch of Republicans there. I'm gonna say forget Republicans, because you know what, that line that line is not clear anymore. Bunch of patriots who believe in this country and what we're fighting for to make sure that we retain our freedoms and rights. So it's outrageous and actually uh uh 
Tim Scott, Senator Scott is involved. The congressman is now involved. I encouraged her, go to your local politicians and get them involved, and she did. So the bottom line is now, and by the way, this happening in Florida, in a state that doesn't have nearly the issues that Maryland, Pennsylvania, and Virginia have, for all those who are listening in the local area. So if it can happen in Florida, guess what, girlfriend? It's coming here. So so we have to stand up against this, this tyranny and this uh, oppression, and that's exactly what it is. So I want you to think about writing a letter to Senator Scott and say, we're behind you because this is outrageous, because that guy needs to lose his job, okay? So on that note, I have with me today a dear friend, somebody I've really grown to appreciate so much for his fight for Maryland. And there's so much I'm going to share with you guys that we're dealing with around Defend Our Union, okay? There's something called DefendOurUnion.org. I want you to go go on your computer or your phone and look up DefendOurUnion.org, okay? And they are fighting for election integrity across this country. And this is no longer black and white. It is no longer Republican, Democrat. It is about the good guys and the bad guys. And it's not clear who's who anymore. So you got to kind of, you got to snip it out. All right. But defenderunion.org. But that being said, I have with me today Tim Walters with Reopen Maryland. He's the chairman of Reopen Maryland, and he has been fighting for Maryland businesses and consumers. Because, by the way, if we can't go in to a business that we love and support them because somebody's decided we're not allowed to, it's not just hurting the business. It hurts us. We don't get access to the goods and services that we want. So welcome. Good morning, Tim. Morning, Jen. How are you today? I'm awesome. How are you? If I was any better, I would be you, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I got a good night's sleep last night. I'm ready to roll. So I I wanna I wanna just say that you have been um epic in your in your uh quest for the truth and and what's right. And you're also a pastor, so you're a man of God. And uh, I appreciate that you bring both to bear. You're knowledgeable in lots of things um, with your professional background and other things that you've done. So you have a, a really good handle on what's been going on, but you come from a, from a place of faith. I wonder if you could start with that. Well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, first and foremost, um, you know, as a Christian, as a believer, because <laughs> they're not always the same thing, much like Republicans and conservatives, um, it, it comes from a place of freedom. Uh, the God of the universe who created in his image loves us and gives us the choice to love him back and to choose him. And, and that is the ultimate uh, expression of freedom. And that is founded in this country's founding documents, the presupposition to our Constitution, the Declaration of Independence. So all of this is intertwined. And from a believing perspective, um, this is a spiritual warfare much more than it is anything else. And so the good news is, for, for any believers that are listening, the war is already won. We just got to do our part. Well, and I agree with you. I think uh, uh, with everything, but the war is all, 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 already won because I'm not sure. I mean, I feel like we're fighting <laughs> something that sometimes it feels like we're losing. 
So, so that's an earthly thing, and that's why when the mask mandate broke, um, I, I, I was a little surprised at how many of, of our peers in this fight for, for liberty um, were downplaying it. Now, I wasn't suggesting at all that the fight was over, but we've got to be able to have perspective and accept our victories, and we fought hard for that um, because that's the cornerstone to their strategy of control. And, uh, and and we see that today, and in fact, by the fact that people still are not unmasking for a variety of reasons, to include many still simply don't know that they can come out of it. You know, we listen to, to months of, you know, put on the damn mask, um, and, and but we don't hear now the opposite. So, you know, there was a media campaign of fear, but now they're, they don't want to undo the fear, to include Governor Hogan. Well... The, the, he, as I say on my post, and anybody go to my Facebook page, you'll see it all there, uh, mostly. You, you have to friend me to see some of it. But, you know, the put on your damn mask was said by several people. Um, and I, I, they lost me at put, put on your damn mask. They lost me. Yep. Completely lost me. I was done with them. So I want to talk about the mental health issues about being under control. You know, I have a strong background in human services. I've done, I've, I've coached and trained and developed thousands of people in transformational principles. Transforming oneself and one's life takes being willing to break away from something. Yep. And you can't break away from something if you still comply with something. So the masking, I, I was, I, so I'm in the store, and this woman is getting her groceries. She's standing, you got to get the absurdity of this, right? So she's standing in front of a plexiglass thing. She's in boots. Now, it's springtime, right? She's in black boots, black, you know, look, I wear a lot of black. I'm not blaming black, but it's like solid, like, clothing all the way up to her noodle. I mean, she had a mask. That wrapped up just below her eyeballs. <laughs> and I'm saying, this person is not normal. I mean, it's yeah. just not normal. But it's become normal. Now, that's crazy. So what we have to start to confront is breaking away from something. I was driving along yesterday and I noticed this, noticed this person in their car by themselves with a mask on. We've all seen yeah. it. Yep. There's something mental now to confront around this unwillingness to break away from the controls, the constraints, the anonymity that masking gives someone. Well, it, and, and it, it, this is how deep it goes, Jen. When, when, so I've not been a masker since almost inception of this, and... and and what I've noticed, and yesterday I went into Target for the first time since I've been, I was thrown out last October um, for not wearing a mask. The what what I noticed anywhere I go where I where I'm not masked and people are, they will not make eye contact. No one. And and again, I walk through. My goal now is to be cheerfully greet everyone. And the people not in their masks, I make sure to make a. Uh, uh, a loud enough display that those around us see it when I, you know, hey, God created your face. It's great to see it. Um, 
But what I do notice, because they're slaves, they literally are slaves, and they know it. And they know, they know that there's a piece of them that's missing something, and, and they're terrified to come out of that mask, and that fear rules them. And they don't like to be presented with people who are not living in fear. All right, I'm going to challenge okay. you on one thing. I love everything you said except for one thing. I do not yep. believe they know that they're slaves. I do not uh, I believe that. A, so, so down deep, they functionally know something's wrong. That's why they won't meet your eyes. Um, there's, there's, I get that. There's, there's, yeah, there's no defiance in them at all um, because they're beaten, and they know they're beaten. Um, I, and I just find that overwhelmingly. The only person yesterday, <laughs> you know, I had one person, and we were in the parking lot, um, and I was a little surprised that he was willing to be so cheerful about it. And I just shook my head and kept moving on, and he kind of hung his head down. But, again, they won't meet your eyes. That's the slavery. That's the control of the mask. That mask took hold so fast that now people, now people are saying, I don't trust the government to come out of it. Well, wait a minute. This is the same government that you trusted to go into it. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's a whole nother show, trusting government. I want to say it right yep. here, okay? Well, yep. two things. Let me wrap up on that. So suicide is way up. Way up. you got to really wrap your head around that, like people who are listening, okay? Suicide is way up. And, and, and the, the, you know, the notion that we are free to choose is obliterated. So I, 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 I was thinking about this yesterday. It really is government versus the people. 100%. And, and they're insidious because they're now pitting us against each other. So how do you think, as a pastor, we should tackle that? Well, as a, from, a, from a pastor's perspective, you know, again, Christianity, I, I remind people all the time that Christianity around the year 100 and then, you know, 50 or so years later spread uh, across Rome due to two uh, pandemics because Christians were the ones that went out and treated them. You know, I hear all the time Jesus would have wore a mask. No, it, Jesus didn't wear a mask. Um, Jesus went to where people were at. He went and touched lepers. He did that to show that he was not afraid, that he was in control. Um, and, again, this all goes back to your, to your point about psychological. This has been psychological warfare from the get-go. We live in a hedonistic, violent society where we, we grow up with video games <clears throat> where I kill somebody, or if I, more importantly, if I get killed, I just get back up. I hit restart. But this is the first time people have been faced with their very own mortality. And, and this has rocked the world. And if you don't have Jesus and you don't know where you're going, that is a life-changing event, usually for the negative. Um, so what we need to do, first from a pastoral perspective, is explain that there is life and, and it's an opportunity to share the gospel and, and how powerful it is. And that this is, again, um, the war is won. Jesus, is, you know, he died on the cross so that, we already know how this is going to outcome. There's no guarantee that America's nowhere in the Bible. Um, I mean, I'm a, I'm a defending patriot, bleed red, white, and blue, but it's simply not there. And our, our blessings are based on whether or not we obey God. And God never called his creation to cover its face. Uh, most of our communication is through our face, our expressions. So a lot of it's just encouraging people. Um, and letting them know and be the light that, hey, listen, it's okay. I've got it. I survived it. I know all these people, you know, and being informed. You know, people think the vaccine's this magical cure. It is not. 
Oh, we're going to talk about that after the break. In fact, let's go to a break right now. I appreciate so much what you just shared, Tim, because we have to stay spiritually grounded right now. And uh, you're listening to Success Happens. I want to thank our, our sponsors, KW Photography and Design. Kara Wynn is a fabulous photographer. She does social media. She's done my website. We are uh, working very closely together on our upcoming event. Uh, so I'll tell you more about that when we come back. So we're going to go to a quick break. And we're on Free Talk 930 WFMD. Join us on Restaurant Row Creekside. Enjoy great restaurants, including La Casona with fresh Tex-Mex favorites and Happy Hour weekday specials. Or Truth and Beauty, offering unique, tasty American fare and brunch. Stop by Speedy's on the Creek for yummy, fresh-made ice cream, frozen desserts, sweet treats, and plush toys. The Carroll Creek Parking Deck is right next door. Great food, fun times. Come visit us at Creekside. When was the last time you had fresh homemade ice cream? Sweeties on the Creek is making ice cream. Stop in and taste our fresh made selections, including dairy free and all natural flavors. Enjoy a fresh cup of coffee with creamy shaker sundae. Taste a new fun flavor or an old yummy favorite. Sweeties, fresh made from cow to cone. Sweeties on the Creek, just up from Market Street. We're scooping now. On Interstate 70, 270, and 81, on Routes 3, 40, and 15, take us with you wherever you are. 930 WFMD. Welcome back to Success Happens. This is Jen. I want to play a, a segment of something uh, for you guys. We're going to queue it up now of Hogan. Uh, I want to talk about this notion that we're uh, that we're that we're not we're free. We're not free. We're free. We're not free. Mass, no mass. You know, so much. Right. No wonder we're confused and overwhelmed and despondent. What a great word, right? Despondent. Okay, because. This idea that a .003 death rate on, on this illness, I'm not even going to call it a pandemic, okay? Yeah, it's spread around the world. There are lots of things that go around the world, but .003 is not a reason to force mandates on people to vaccinate. So I want to play this from Hogan. As a public service, News Radio 930 WFMD brings you statements from state and local officials pertaining to the coronavirus pandemic. Next Tuesday, May 25th, the Maryland Lottery will randomly select and award a $40,000 prize each and every day to a vaccinated Marylander. We'll continue to do this every day for 40 straight days through July 3rd. Uh, that's 40 drawings over 40 days for the chance to win 40000 each day. And on the 4th of July, a final drawing will be held to award one lucky vaccinated Marylander a grand prize of $400,000. So it's a total of $2 million in prize money for vaccinated Marylanders. Okay. All right. Let me just wrap my head around this, okay? This individual has to bribe people now to comply. You know, you get a lollipop if you get vaccinated. What, are you kidding me? You can't get people to comply because there is a lot of questions and concerns about this poke 
There's a lot of questions and concerns about the efficacy of this poke. There's a lot of concerns about whether or not this thing causes more harm than it supposedly protects you from. And oh, by the way, if you're vaccinated, why are you wearing a mask? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, people got to get real about the stupidity of this. Because you're hurting yourselves. And you're hurting this country by complying with this nonsense. So, Tim, let's talk about now we have a lottery to to bribe people. And by the way, I'm going to just tell you all, I know about a case that's getting ready to hit. Everybody needs to pay attention. They're suing the University of Maryland about forcing these kids to get a drug that may possibly cause sterility to college kids. In other words, college kids are going to be four, 16 plus. Are you kidding me? 16 plus for a vaccine that doesn't even for a drug for, for, for something. It's not even a vaccine for an illness that doesn't even affect kids. Correct. And you're going to go and, in there and you're going to you're going to give these children at, in college. Sorry, young adults, 18 to 21 who are coming into their 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 adulthood they're going to get married they want to have families and there's some question that this may cause sterility i'm i'm so appalled i can hardly talk about it and there's a great attorney i just met her she i'm going to have her on the show okay uh, i'm not going to say who it is yet because i don't know if she wants to go public about what's going on so but stay tuned university of maryland's about the terrapins are about to, to, to have to deal with something. But this governor is putting us in a position where he's now bribing people to get vaccinated so that they can maybe earn a bunch of money. That is nothing less than disgusting. On something that is an experimental drug through 2022, look it up. It is not FDA approved. Why? Because no. they can't guarantee its safety. They're still in trial. According to Lee Dundas, it killed every ferret in the trial. Eventually. Now, people, you got to start using your brains about this stuff and not be so compliant on something that could be dangerous. We don't know. Time is time will tell. Give it a minute. Test some more ferrets. Don't use humans as a human testing ground. Okay, I'm sorry, Tim. Go ahead. No, you're good. So I, I think, uh, and I'm always appalled at the bulk of the people I engage on the vaccine are not aware that it's only authorized through an emergency use authorization. And when I explain that, they're they're appalled that they got the vaccine, um, and, and then they're mad at themselves for not being educated. But Back, you know, I, I want to talk for just a second. Okay, wait, I gotta, I'm going to cut in on that. They, this has been one, and then we got to go to a break, so hold that thought. This yep. has been the biggest, and I'm, I'm going out on a limb. People are going to say, Jen's crazy. I don't care. I so don't care anymore. This is going to go down as one of the biggest frauds perpetrated on the American people in our history. 
100%. I, I, I completely and utterly agree with you on that. Publicly, I'll, I'll say that all day long. Okay, so we're in agreement. And on that note, we're going to go to a quick break. You're listening to Success Happens on Free Talk 930 WFMD. I want to encourage you to go up on the creek. Go to Sweetie's. Go for dinner next door to some of the restaurants. We've got a great Mexican restaurant. You, you can hear it on our ad. We're, we're encouraging people to get out, walk around without your mask. Then come to Sweeties on the Creek for your favorite flavors. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. This is Jen, and I am excited to share with you about a whole new personal journey I'm getting ready to go on to transform my health and wellness. And I'm inviting each of you to join me. So stay tuned for more information coming soon. Let's do this. Past editions of this program are available in the audio vault at WFMD.com. Welcome back to Success Happens. This is Jen, and I have with me today Tim Walters with Reopen Maryland. And, wow, Tim, I'm just, I want to put in, in the minds of people, because I was just asking, you know, Frank here in the studio, what, what is the point of 70%? Why 70%? Why 70%? So, yeah, no one can get an answer for that. And, and herd immunity is based on, on it's specific to each virus. And, and even his uh, vaccinated numbers isn't, isn't adding up and isn't corroborated anywhere. I mean, when I go to Montgomery County's page, which has got, you know, 1.1 to 1.2 million people, you know, the largest county, and, and you know, their, their first dose is 60, but their, their second dose is only at 50. So statistically, to drive above that number um, is, is impossible uh, from a statewide perspective. So, yeah, it, but, but again, what's the magical number? And within 24 hours, the governor went from, hey, listen, I'm not getting you out of it until you get to 70, which was meant to have vaccinated people yell at unvaccinated people. He wanted, he wanted a population, that, uh, a part of the population to fight the other part. That's what that was designed to do. Well, okay, okay. Let me tell you my story. I think you know this, but I'm going to share it with everybody who's not on Facebook because I'm I'm learning plenty of people have said, I'm not doing that crazy thing called Facebook. So I posted it there. Um, So I walk into the Home Depot in West Ocean City to return something. And the woman says to me, I can't help you unless you have a mask on. Now, this was Saturday morning last weekend. Right. And I said, after supposedly we were free, and I said to her, I said, you've got a plexiglass in front of you. You've got a mask on. I'm six feet apart from you through a plexiglass. What are you worried about? Well, I, I, can't, I can't serve you. It's the, you know, it's company policy. She didn't, she didn't blame it on the governor. Not this one. Another one did. Bottom line right. is, I eventually, the, the manager refused to deal with me, basically. Walked by, said, I'll be right back, and never did. So I basically said, I want my money. I want to get out of here. Now, we, we flip houses. Part of our business is we have invested in real estate. And when I buy, my husband and I buy a house, we spend ten to $40,000 with Home Depot per house. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's more like 2030 because of, you know, materials. Oh, by the way, we're going to talk about inflation and the cost of things going up. Okay. This has also been, 
your middle America is about to get crushed. And I think you, you and I are on the same page on that. Bottom line is, I left out of there super pissed. And the people standing around me, you know, were looking like, thank God it's not me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Thank God it's not me. And, but I thought, if I don't stand up, who's gonna? So then the next day, I walk into a, a glass shop, get what I need, no problem, no mask, no nothing, no comments, no, no nasty. And I walk next door while I'm waiting to the furniture store, and the woman walks up to me, and she says, I'm sorry, have you been vaccinated? I said, excuse me? I said, are you asking? I'm not discussing my health care with you. She says, well, the governor said if, you don't, if you're not vaccinated, you have to wear a mask. I said, I'm not discussing my health care with you. And I said, this is a very uncomfortable, you have made me uncomfortable in your store. And she says, well, I can't believe your answer. And I said, well, terrific. I said, I spent thousands of dollars here before, but I'm out of here. I'm leaving. Bye-bye. And I walked out. I was getting ready to spend a couple thousand bucks with them. Right, right. She will not get a nickel of my money. So, and, 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 go ahead. And that's the insidiousness from the, from the federal down to the state that has occurred. It's to pit people against people. So we initially heard, well, it was the law, which was, was anything but the truth. Governor Hogan punted to the counties. The counties, you know, they did their own flail, and then the businesses were caught in the middle. You know, which kind of got to feel bad for some of them. But at some point, you know, I, I've heard over and over again in the past week, well, corporate policy has to catch up. Well, hang on, killer. Corporate policy didn't catch up last March when governor shut down. The next day, you guys shut down. Didn't take corporate policy to do that. Why does it take corporate policy to undo this now? Absolutely. And, you know, and, but again, capitalism is going to fix this part, and this is a sad part because again, businesses are going to get caught in the middle, or not, not are are caught in the middle, and and a lot of we're going to see more businesses negatively impacted as, as people don't shop there. Or the worst thing is we're going to see mass businesses and unmasked businesses, and our and our society is going to start to split in place. Now, there's a perspective in here that's missing. In places like Maryland, we'll see society split. But we got to remember, over half the country, there's been 27 states that haven't had a mask mandate in, in weeks or months. And in these places, they've, they've gone through this. There are many places that, quite frankly, never really enforced masks. So we got to remember that what we what we're seeing is is geographically focused here and isn't the whole country, um, but we are part of a philosophical battle that's being waged nationally. But again, the government's role should never be to pit citizen against citizen. That's how revolution occurs. Well, and, um, so the, let me let me just interject something. Home Depot. The building industry, Lowe's, whomever, all of yeah. them. The cost of materials has skyrocketed. Yep. I just spoke with my contractor down at the shore, and he said his cost for lumber has skyrocketed. So yeah. let me translate that to you, the consumers listening, okay? Buying a house, way more expensive. Fixing a house, way more expensive. You're going to have to dump so much money into any project, you may be hard-pressed to get your money back out of it when you go to sell. The housing bubble, well, guess what? That 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 is, when it crashes, it's going to be ugly, okay? So 
So already people in real estate are saying, eh, you know, this thing's going to tumble badly. Follow the money. What did the news report just before we came back from break say? $3.7 billion. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I caught that, too. I actually wrote it down. <laughs> I did, too. Great minds think alike. So let's just follow the money. Force mandates. Why? Because you get a bunch of change. Get a bunch of money. COVID coding, because you get a bunch of money. Hospitals got a lot of money by coding COVID. Yep. It's disgusting what's going on. And you all are, are the pawns in a scheme. You all, the consumer listener, the people I love and adore, who are listening to this show. So, now, I, I want to say most people listening probably are not pawns because they've said, I'm not buying this nonsense that they're selling. But there are a whole bunch of people around you and me who are buying it. And we got to help them. Now, how do we do that? So I'm done. Go ahead, Tim. Yeah, so that $3.7 billion is, is really critical. So we're out of the mass. You know, vaccines have stalled. Um, so wh- why are we still in an emergency order for that $3.7 billion? All right, let's, let's call it right here. Governor Hogan canceled the emergency order that gives you overreaching powers against we the people. Enough is enough. Right. But he won't do it because he gets paid to stay in an emergency. The government has now funded this 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 pandemic that is no longer a pandemic, if it ever was. And and so now it's it's a it's a train that can't be stopped or it won't be stopped until we say enough's enough. And, and how and do we do that, true. Tim? I think it's legal well, we, actions. I think we need a cease and desist on this emergency order. We need a we need a uh, what do they call it? Temporary restraining order. Enough is enough. So our our reopen Maryland lawsuit was to was basically to, to to do that was to end this for and and basically put a restraining order against it that that was the purpose of the lawsuit based on on the First Amendment and some other some other actions that he's done are illegal tyrannical so we but so the problem with the with the courts we're in Maryland <laughs> so. Um, you know, our lawsuit was dismissed out of hand at the first level without ever even looking at the evidence and then and then citing that there wasn't any evidence. Well, you don't know because you didn't look. And well, OK, so, so everybody be clear. The courts are corrupt. I mean, they're they're corrupt. They're correct. doing the bidding of the politicians. That is not their purpose. They're supposed correct. to be a balance of power. Let me go back yeah, to so something. Were, I want to ask yeah. ask you, Tim. How can people donate and support you on this Reopen Maryland case? How can they support? Because I know this thing is expensive to run with a bunch of attorneys working on this, trying to, in staff, trying to fight this behemoth uh, Goliath. How do people support Reopen Maryland and contribute to your cause? So they can go to our website, reopen-maryland.com, and we have a, uh, a, a donate button, and you can go on there. You can donate. You can be anonymous. Um, and a lot of people just have the misconception that there's all these attorneys running around that want to pick up constitutional cases for free. Um, unfortunately, that's not the case. And, and some lawyers, we've had some, some attorneys working free on this, but, but you still have to have witnesses. You've got to pay people. You've got to collect data. Um, so there are costs involved, and, and as the higher you get, you know, the, the, everything kind of 
levels out for a bit, but if we make the Supreme Court as we suspect we will, and given what they're picking up recently, we're confident they'll pick up somebody's case against these emergency orders. Um, and they've already weighed on two of them at the beginning of the year. That gave us a lot of hope. But, but again, those, those cases, once we get into the, into the SCOTUS realm, are very expensive. Well, let, um, let me then, say this also, a couple of things. You know, dad's, my dad's a Supreme Court um, admitted attorney, federal attorney, and, and uh, so I'm right. very familiar with the, the, that world. You've got to put public pressure on these courts because they yes, have been politicized, because they are corrupt, because they are uh, playing partisan politics in the judicial process, which is disgusting. We have to start showing up when there are cases like yours in front of the courts and let it be known we are here, we're watching, we're fighting for our freedoms, and you're, uh, we're holding you all, the courts, to account, and the judges, to account to do the right thing. We've got to show up because they don't understand anything if it doesn't hit the newspaper. Yeah, and there, there's an actual more fundamental uh, thing that we have to do than that. Um, judges are, they run as nonpartisan. There's no such thing as a nonpartisan. Um, in this last election, I pinged every judge and asked where their stance was on the governor's uh, tyrannical overreach. You know, he's, he's against Article 44 of the Maryland Constitution. It's against the First Amendment. You know, where do you stand? Only one of them started the answer and then backed out. I didn't vote for anybody at all in the judges because none of them were going to stand against this and none of them had a constitutional slant to them. You know what? You know, let me interject. I think the way to deal with that, and we, we need to get some people involved who, who can put this in motion, is um, we need to get there. You know how some business, some candidates are rated on their uh, pro-business stance? And they get a such and such rating for pro business. Yep. Uh, we need to do that around the judicial processes and rate these judges. Don't tell me we they're do. nonpartisan. You rate them on their, their position on these key issues. And then make sure that information gets out before we go to the voting polls. Yep, 100%. So what, I guess the fundamental flaw in America right now is the citizens no longer are educated and no longer educate themselves on any of the civic processes that run this country. And, and that's a fun of that. We're going to die if we don't fix that as a nation. If, if our news is from MS, you know, MSN, you know, mainstream media or from Facebook or any other social media platform, we're wrong. If we're not, if we don't understand fundamentally that the governor can't create a law <laughs> and, and all, you know, most of Maryland bought into that, you know, and, and businesses too. You know, well, it's the governor's law. Uh, you know, who? You know, when you ask people who passes law, Congress. Okay, who passes law in Maryland? Uh, they don't realize that the General Assembly is the congressional level. You know, it's it's bizarre how ignorant the the <laughs> the most technologically advanced country in the history of the planet has gotten. Um, and and until we figure that out, this 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 can't this just continues. Well, and we're going to do a lot on election integrity um, and, and the work of Defend Our, Our Union, which is uh, working uh, nationally now. Um, we are, you know, we have to educate ourselves, but we also have to be proactive in oversight. That means right. showing up and being a part- participant in the, le- in the legal voting process. 
doing, um, you know, uh, election oversight and so forth. We need to go to a quick break. You're listening to Success Happens. Tim, it is great to have you with us from Reopen Maryland, and we'll be right back. When was the last time you had fresh homemade ice cream? Sweeties on the Creek is making ice cream. Stop in and taste our fresh-made selections, including dairy-free and all-natural flavors. Enjoy a fresh cup of coffee with creamy shaker sundae. Taste a new fun flavor or an old yummy favorite. Sweeties, fresh made from cow to cone. Sweeties on the Creek, just up from Market Street. We're scooping now. Join us on Restaurant Row Creekside. Enjoy great restaurants including La Casona with fresh Tex-Mex favorites and happy hour weekday specials. Or Truth and Beauty, offering unique, tasty American fare and brunch. Stop by Speedy's on the Creek for yummy, fresh-made ice cream, frozen desserts, sweet treats, and plush toys. The Carroll Creek parking deck is right next door. Great food, fun times. Come visit us at Creekside. Get breaking local news first, straight to your phone. Just turn on notifications on the WFMD app, free from News Radio 930. It's all about your car. Call in with questions to Dave Serio, beginning in less than 30 minutes, right here on 930 WFMD. Welcome back. Welcome back to Success Happens. This is Jen. And I wanted to just uh, start by saying, you know, this show is about creating success. Right now, we're focused on success of our nation. But, you know, my world has been wanting to make a difference with businesses and individuals, whether it's in human services or it's helping business owners transform their, uh, their success. And so we are created, uh, we've created Success Happens American Business Summit. And this is going to be an amazing event. I'm doing it with Charlie China. Charlie's from Las Vegas. He and I met in Tulsa, hit it off. He is a sales, pardon me, sales expert. He trains and develops people on the art of selling like no other. He's got specific techniques and processes and tools, even technical tools, technology that he uses to assist people in being effective, highly effective in selling. And we're going to bring together my background in the kind of uh, human services domain and also in, uh, you know, empowering businesses and individuals and leaders to to do uh, to to create a breakthrough in coming out of COVID, there is no better time than right now for us to arm ourselves with the tools we need to be successful. So, success happens. American Business Summit will be June 24th at Turf Valley Resort. You can go to my website, or you can go to Success Happens. That Success Happens. Uh, pardon me, AmericanBusinessSummit.com. AmericanBusinessSummit.com. So go to AmericanBusinessSummit.com and sign up for our event. Uh, right now it's in pre-registration, so you'll save a bunch of money. And Charlie is well worth He gets paid tens of thousands of dollars to speak to corporations about what he does. 
He's a keynote speaker that's sought after around the country. So we're going to have him here in the Baltimore, Washington area for a reasonable price. So please support our event. Come to it. I promise you it will change your business and change your world, okay? Go to uh, AmericanBusinessSummit.com for our event on June 24th at Turf Valley Resort. Okay, so you'll hear more about that. You can also follow us on Success Happens Facebook page. We'll have lots of information there. All right, welcome back, Tim. So we have a few more minutes left uh, until we're at the top of the show. What do you want to tell people about what your position is in terms of of, of helping Maryland recover? I want to mention uh, that Pennsylvania just became the first in the nation to curb the governor's emergency powers. So how do we do that here in Maryland? Again, we we got to educate people. There were at least three bills to end the emergency and to and or to constrain the governor's authority uh, and to change the law that he was using to to uh, misusing to to uh, take advantage of. And so people have to understand and get involved in their legislative processes and who they pick. Um, and and to your point a moment ago, we've got to get out front. We've got to start exerting pressure. Um, we were doing that fairly well with uh, Reopen Maryland until our Facebook page was unilaterally shut down um, probably six weeks ago, still waiting on a decision from Facebook as to why and if it's going to come back. Um, so we shifted elsewhere. But again, Okay, hold on. Where did you shift to so people can follow you? So we're, we're still working on that. We're collecting emails. Um, we, we worked hard not to be shut down, and, and despite seeing it coming, Candidly, we were kind of caught off guard a little bit. Um, again, I work in a world of hope, and uh, <laughs> and uh, we had we had teams that were tirelessly working to vet. So we we've got to get involved. Uh, ultimately, the only thing that stops this from ever happening again is a constitutional lawsuit, or or each state adjusting as Pennsylvania did um, and others. I think Ohio's done it. I think uh, Michigan's done it as well. Um, Florida just, you know, I think they, Florida or Louisiana just passed a, uh, you can't mask mandate anymore and, and, you know, legislated it. So there are things that we can be, but here in Maryland, again, you just go to a store and you're going to see the, you know, the apathy in the people. They're still wearing masks, even vaccinated. And now I kind of want to go back before we close to the governor, you know, if you want to get us to this magical number of 70%, which you never told us why, so there's no reason to get to that for most of us. But if your goal now is to oh, pay Oh, hey, Tim, there's a reason. Yep. We just don't know what it is. Oh, there's yeah, a reason. Absolutely. And I, I'm going to say follow the money. But, okay, go ahead. Oh, yeah. 100%. Um, but, again, for the people who now are going to do it just because they're going to be entered into a lottery, these aren't people who have any morality on this. There's no knowledge base, no nothing. And and after I absorbed the disgusting, because <laughs> it really rocked me when he did that. I didn't think anybody was that uh, that low. He actually he actually hurts the government's position because now when we need to do something again in the future, and the government comes out and tells us, well, we'll just wait until they pay us to do it. And that is that's a microcosm of what's going on across our entire nation listen, right now. Listen, listen, I'm a businesswoman, okay? Anybody yeah. spending $400,000 and and uh, there's there's a return on that investment. Yep. And government has to think that way too. Okay? It doesn't though. So, well, sometimes they do. Let's say if I pay $400,000 but I'm I'm meeting the the mandates 
frankly, I'm meeting the criteria to receive my $3.7 billion. That's a pretty good investment. Oh, so, okay, yeah, from that perspective, 100%. Yeah, so they have to meet, government has to meet certain criteria to get their funding, okay? Now, I don't know what that right. criteria is. I'm, frankly, I'm not in that cesspool anymore, thank God. So, but I want to I leave us with something because we've just got a couple minutes. If you want to change Maryland, which to me is just hilarious that he said he wanted to change Maryland, given where we are right now, yeah. uh, they're, they're, you know, change what, you know, uh, to where? Because it, as far as I'm going uh, concerned, it's not going well. But, but if you really want to change Maryland for the better, you want to empower the people, you want to lower the taxes, hello, you want to lower the corporate taxes, hasn't happened yet. You want to lower, you know, some of these other things to make our lives better here in Maryland. Okay, the first thing you have to do is you've got to elect the right people. But here's the problem. I'm going to shock people with this. We have election fraud in Maryland. Ready? Tap, 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 tap. Hello? We have election fraud in Maryland. We use the ES&S systems, which are part of Smartmatics. Okay, now they're farming it out. I just witnessed it with my own eyeballs, Electech, up at Westminster, roll in at 11 o'clock to, quote, ready, clean the machines. There were no paper ballots. There were no provisional ballots. Somebody who was a city resident, this was a city uh, election, was not, was forbidden, not allowed to vote. And guess what? The Democrat crushed it. The Democrat crushed it. How are we not surprised? So, so Tim, I'm going to have you back. We're coming up on on. Uh, I got about 30 seconds. So, yep. can you give me a 10 second snippet of what what we want to do? And I'm going to have you back because there's so much to cover here. I would encourage every every listener to email Governor Hogan and tell him to stop the lottery. Make your voice heard. If all of us get together, because he runs by polls, and that's the ultimate poll. Protect our kids. That's what I want to say. Protect our kids. They're getting ready to vaccinate these kids at these colleges. Stop the nonsense. You're listening to Success Happens. Follow us on Facebook page if they'll keep us up or charltoncommunications.com. Love you all. Next Saturday morning, 9 a.m. on Free Talk 930 WFMD. News Radio 930 WFMD Fred.